and radio check, please. I'm moving up and down, side to side, like a roller coaster. Esteban, I don't want you fighting with Fernando. Is that understood? All the time you have to leave a space. Just leave me alone, I know what to do. Radio check. Loud and clear. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Radio Check Podcast. I'm Christina. I'm Ralphie. And today, we have a very special guest with us. Yes! My friend Hi. Chris is here. Hi. Hello. I just want to say the name that's displayed on my Zoom is from an account that I did in like fifth grade. So that's why it's my first and last name and not the name I go by. <laughs> Fun fact but of yeah. the day. Really amazing. It's, yeah. Do you want to introduce yourself? Um, sure. My name is Kristen. I'm 19 years old. Uh, Christina I met through a Formula One group chat. And she was on, I have a podcast of my own. It's called Tiny Therapy. Christina was on there a few weeks ago um, for a very funny episode. This year, I'm rooting for Williams and Aston Martin. But when I say Williams, I do not mean Logan Sargent. I just want to put it out there. need to specify. I need to specify that I am an Alex Albin girl. Full and full. (laughs) Um... And I, I blame myself that the race was bad today because I was on a Discord call with a bunch of people. And before it started, I said, oh, I can already tell this race is going to be so boring. Come on. And then we and then we went into lap one and Charles got like hit and flipped out of the race. And I was like, oh, no, no wait. Oh, my gosh. It was yes. in the first or second corner. And I was, was like, I should shut my mouth. I think it was third corner, but it was a shit show. It was, it was an the absolute race shit show. was a shit show. We had yeah. countless safety cars, countless yellow flags, three red flags, four restarts. Yeah, it was terrible. Oh my god. No, it wasn't I'm terrible. Not- it was super interesting. It was super interesting, but it was I was so anxious the whole time. It was it was a roller coaster of emotions. And Ravneet did not watch. <laughs> Do you have something to say? I did not watch. I hold my hands up and say I do not. I don't even know what happened apart from what I've just heard from these guys because I woke up like 15 minutes ago. I did not. I was not going to be able to wake up for 6 a.m. in the morning to watch the race. Yeah, I didn't expect it to be this chaotic and this crazy. So this is basically going to be a Ravni reacts episode on Australia because clearly lots happened. I didn't expect it to be that exciting i'm kind of yeah. sad ravni reacts to the four races of melbourne because it was four races and you still we've told you nothing let's start with turn two or three shall hits lands and is out in the gravel first yeah. yellow flag first safety car <laughs> um, you can hear the pain in your voice <laughs> it was painful it was painful it was painful to watch but Charles what happened today with Lance on the race nothing just an incident on the track (laughs) it was terrible because before they showed they didn't show the replay for like a good amount of time and as I mentioned I was on a discord with a bunch of friends and everyone was blaming Lance and I was like trying to defend him i was like it wasn't his fault he didn't do anything and everyone was like 
no, he's the reason why Charles is off the track. And I was like, it wasn't his fault. I went and watched the replay many, many times. And I have to say, I think it was a race incident, 100%. But if we have to find someone to blame, I would blame Alonso. <laughs> because, <laughs> so, uh, Shaw was overtaking Lance. So he overtook Lance, he came in. Lance had space on this side, right? Shaw is coming in thinking Lance will move to the side but as Shaw comes in Alonso slows down and moves back so at this point Lance is sandwiched between them two so he can't just disappear so he hits Charles Charles flies away but I mean at this point I'm blaming Alonso I just I want to say I blame everyone but not Lance because he really did not have a choice in this situation yeah he could not disappear he could not disappear, but I also... And I know that, that... I don't think Charles was expecting Alonso to pull yeah, back. Yeah, no, me neither. I don't think anyone was expecting that race today, period. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then no, second I... DNF. Was it Alex? Yeah. God, that made me cry. He was doing so well. I think he was for the... Like, he was actually keeping sixth place for a good amount of time and he was doing so well in quality and i am in love with alex alvin he was doing so fucking good and then i don't even think it was a crash just like a machinery failure or something i think he slipped to one side and then like spinned on the other one and then crashed onto the barrier and then a lot of debris flew on the track and oh yeah, that was that red one. Flag the race. Oh, I think he had a lockup or something, and then he like yeah. spun into the wall, and his collision with the wall made like a debris explosion onto the track. So, I almost hit Hulkenberg. Yeah, I was really surprised that no one hit into Alex because there yeah. was like this huge wave of like just a lot of mist in the air, and you couldn't really see the track, and people still went outside of him. And I was so sad because then he was later showed in the race, like while the race was going, he was showed in the garage and he looked so upset. That made That's me so cry. Sad. Yeah. That's so sad. When was this? What kind of lap was this on? Oh, it was in the beginning. So like, like eight or nine? Yeah, I was about to say like around lap 10. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And then they red flagged the race because they had to clean the debris which i don't think the red flag was needed to clean the track well lewis complained about it a lot so i do think that mercedes was probably pushing lewis complained about hulkenberg's debris at the end no no he complained about the debris on the track he said my god guys there's so much stuff on the track but that was that was with hulkenberg at the end oh well he was complaining yeah i don't think it was needed to just but they like put like let a bunch of people on the track that was funny they were like cleaning the debris with like brooms <laughs> it was interesting so first red flag after the red flag and i remember it was like race will restart at 3 uh, local time race restarts and i mean we had a good race pierre checo and carlos for me were both yeah. drivers of the day yeah they did really good amazing amazing they Checo like overtook so many cars and Carlos did amazing he took so many risks and Pierre was 
was pushing that Alpine like he was driving <laughs> the the engine out of the car. It was crazy. It was crazy. He was defending was... his like Gasly was defending his position very well. He was. He was. Carlos had yeah. to try to overtake him a couple of times. A yeah. couple of times. And the Ferrari is technically faster than the Alpine. I was thinking that I think Pierre, because he's been in the midfield for so long, he has learned mm-hmm. how to defend by looking at the front and seeing how people defend in, against them. And the Ferrari was surprisingly fast. It was. It was. I was like, wow, was... they put they put white like they put hard tires on and the Ferrari was still fast. Yeah. It was still a shit show for Ferrari though. It like, was all a shit all show. It was a shit show. In the end, it was. But let's go bit by bit because Germany <laughs> is like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, so at the moment we have Charles, who's out. We have Albon, who's out. And then we had the race, which at the point... Right, so Pierre, Checo, Carlos overtook so many cars. They were amazing. The DRS, the Rebel DRS on this track is scarier than it usually is. It was crazy. It was crazy. And then what else? What happens? Um, George went nuts. George. Like he I think he's the third DNF. Yeah. Because it was the, the top three was Max, Hamilton, Hamilton and George. And George was in front of Hamilton. And then George had the crash or like a lockdown. No, up. George was behind Hamilton. Wait, and so then... this is the final order. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, no, no. I didn't even know the final order at this point. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're going bit by bit. Yeah. Wait, I thought George was in front of Hamilton. <sighs> no, because they pitted him during the safety car and he got angry that they pitted oh, him right. during the safety car and he ended up like seventh or something. And then right. he was picking up places again. And I don't remember what happened. He locked up. I don't know what. Oh, no, 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 no. The, the car caught fire. Right. George was on fire. And it was like half the car was burning. It was so bad. I remember the group chat. We were like, get out of the car. Get out of the fucking car. And it it was was like half the thing was on fire. But he got out in time, which I'm very, very happy. Yeah. And luckily Uh, he was in the pit lane. He caught fire in the pit lane. So they just closed the pit lane, put a safety virtual safety car in. And then they yeah. continued. And at that point, there was a moment where I was like, this is getting boring. I'm going to go have breakfast. And then... <laughs> oh, God. And then Hulkenberg loses a tire. I think oh, he... <laughs> I think he was too close to the wall and then made contact and the tire just ripped off. Yeah, he just ripped off. I was I don't so know surprised. They, I don't know how they put it onto, like, the car, but it so easily flew off. Yeah, but the 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 car was making weird noises before. So I think there was an issue and that's what made him go against the wall. But the car literally like flew off and there was a car, the tire flew off and there was a car coming behind. And I was like, oh my God, it's going to hit them. <laughs> I was like, this is going to be bad. But it didn't hit them. They had to put another red flag. And at this point, it was lap 57. Lap 57, okay? Write this down, Rupni. Write this down. <laughs> because then... Oh, my gosh. We restart. Okay. Standing start again. We restart. And how yeah. was the restart? Oh, wait. Is that the restart where everyone went broke shit? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So, 
the two Alpines crashed into each other, both DNF. Well, I think we need to start from before. What happened before? Well, Sainz crashed into Alonso. Alonso's pan hit Stroll. Stroll hit Gasly. Gasly went out. Gasly came back in. He's coming back in. Gasly comes back in. Ocon is behind him. As soon as Gasly moves in, Ocon moves here. But Gasly's still moving. So they hit back uh, tire of Gasly, hits front tire of Ocon. Both of them in the wall. Barbie mobiles are out. <laughs> and yeah. then at the back, I don't even know what happened at the back. But there were five DNFs. Five. I'm, I was also confused because after that restart, Alonso and Lance were on the last two positions. But when I checked, apparently they finished third and fourth. No. They basically, when they did the, the second restart, they reset the grid to before oh, the first okay. restart. So basically, they disregarded okay. the first restart and the, the, well, at this point, the third restart. Yeah. And that's why okay. I'm mad that they give, because they gave Carlos a oh. five seconds penalty for hitting Alonso during the restart yeah. that the FIA has, re- has, has disregarded for the FIA. Well, it was a mess. And then Gasly has been called into a hearing with the stewards about coming back into the track unsafely during the restart. And I'm like, the whole restart was unsafe. The third, I think the third red flag afterwards, it was such a chaos. Like they did not even get to finish the first lap because everyone was just colliding with everyone. The Barbie cars were out. The whole Fernando Carlos stroll dilemma I was very upset because Stroll did not stand a chance today. Mm -mm. He was driving very well behaved and shit was just hitting the fan around him. Uh, Yeah, I think Lance was the less aggressive and batshit crazy today. Everyone went batshit crazy today. And Lance was just like like, chilling. (laughs) Yeah, he was just there and got mixed up in all the shit. And I felt so bad for him. Because I know that people are going to end up blaming him for stuff because they like doing it. Oh, my God. Wait, did you see the moment? So Lawrence Stroll made an appearance during, I think, the second or third red flag. Third. And he was coming to the pit wall and speaking to them. And Lance was out the car. And there was like this adorable moment where he like reached for Lance and squeezed his hand and said something to him. And I was like, oh, I love this man. I just, I think that their relationship is the picture book relationship for dad and son on track. And then you have Jos Verstappen on the other side, who should take some notes. I think Jos Verstappen is applying to be Teco's engineer. So he can break the car. Wait, who else DNF? Nick DeVries also DNF. Nick DeVries DNF. Logan Sargent DNF. Wait, I'm checking right now the results. So Gasly, Ocon, obviously DNF'd after their crash. DeVries DNF. Sergeant retired the car. Magnussen also DNF'd. Oh, really? I think it was like a three-way crash between Magnussen, Logan, and Nick. Because they were like, at, at some point, they were all all three of them yeah. in the gravel. I'm like, how did this happen? Yeah. And then obviously, Russell, Albon, and Leclerc. So you have 12 DNFs in one race. No way. 
no, no. Like 12, eight, 12. There's eight, 12 people finishing the race and eight yes. people dnfing yes Sorry. it was crazy yeah it was crazy it was crazy they gave us in one race they gave us first of all they gave us all the races that we're not gonna get because we have a four-week break yeah. and then they gave us all the action that we're not gonna get in four weeks like it was insane it was insane <laughs> They gave us an entire season of Drive to Survive in one day. Like, I know that Netflix is going to have a field day with this race. It's going to be an interesting one. It's going to be like yeah. uh, Silverstone last year that they showed it like four times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it's, they can it's do a whole season about this race. Yes. Rodney, but- how are you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still processing like lap 10 at the moment. <laughs> so much happened no way eight dna that's crazy but what were the results okay shall we go from bottom to top or top to bottom i have them open so let me know which one you prefer and i can tell you go from i don't know because if we go from bottom she's gonna have the crazy news but if we go from top go from okay top. let's just go from top okay so number one obviously max Verstappen. Okay. Then the two is Lewis Hamilton. Oh, okay, second. Yeah. Then yeah. three and four is Aston Martin. Three is Alonso for a stroll. Then okay. fifth is Perez, which is very impressive considering that he started at the back of the grid. Yeah, he started last. Wow. Okay. Then six, we have Lando Norris. Oh, wow. That's the <laughs> result for McLaren. <laughs> oh, what are they doing up there? Ariana, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I was like, Ariana. <laughs> then seventh is Hulkenberg, which is not really surprising, I want to say, because he's been decent this year in the Haas. Yeah. But I'm yeah. surprised that the Haas was Haas was able to like just put a tire back on and they were back on the on the yeah, track. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be worse. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then we have Piastri on eighth. Zhou Guanyu on ninth, Yuki Tsunoda on tenth, which means points for the boy. Mm, and then we have Bottas and Carlos Sainz. Carlos Sainz, who got a five seconds penalty and dropped yeah. from fourth to twelfth. Oh my god. That's a big drop for a five second penalty. Where was he before the five second penalty? Or was he always? He was on fourth. Oh, he, yeah. he dropped just from. The five second penalty that far. Yeah. Yes, because the car oh, the race ended under the safety car. Because yeah. after the last red flag, they restarted the race uh under the safety car. But then obviously there was only one lap. So the safety car did one lap and then the safety car left and then they <laughs> waved the checkered flag. It was pointless. Yeah. And um I don't know if you saw, but has just announced that they're protesting the results of the Grand Prix today. Why? I'm oh. trying to I'm trying to see. Do you want me to read it to you? Yeah. Okay, so it says has have lodged a protest regarding the provisional classification of the 2023 Australian Grand Prix. Sunday's Grand Prix at Melbourne saw a late red flag deployed as Haas's Kevin Magnuson crashed into turn two barriers ripping the right rear wheel off his 
VF23. That led to a standing restart in which Carlos Sainz tapped Fernando Alonso into a spin. Both are blah, 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 okay, whatever, we know what happened. The race was red flagged again and restarted under caution on lap 58 of 58, but the order of classification for the restart was reverted to before the accident, dropping Nico Hulkenberg from P4 to 7th, blah, blah, blah. Haas were summoned to the stewards at 7.30 local time, having lodged a protest over the results of Sunday's race. Okay, so basically they're protesting because Nico dropped yeah they're protesting they're saying that the fia shouldn't have let the race restart in the order that they restarted before but it is right according to the rule book because they didn't finish lap 58 so because they didn't finish lap 58 they have to restart from the beginning of it i think the whole rule is a problem we saw it in silverstone last year i think it's a big problem but I, I think they're not going to get what they want. The The ones that I'm surprised they're not complaining is Ferrari. You think because of Carlos? Yeah. I'm sure that they're currently, like, speaking internally, like, in Ferrari intern and, like, discussing whether or not it would make sense. I don't know, because a Vassar said on Italian TV that they don't think that they're going to get anything from complaining. Like, they don't think the FIA is going to change their mind. They do think that it's mm. pointless, but they don't think the FIA is going to change their mind. So that's why they're not complaining, because they think they're not going to get anything out of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, that does make sense. The FIA is not the most competent facility. Absolutely not. And they still have uh, something with Pierre. The FIA hates Pierre Gasly. <laughs> they have personal beef with him, I'm convinced. 100%. Because I'm he- not... Do we know the result of the hearing? No. I was about to say, do we know if he got the last two points that he um, needs to be banned until May? I think they will ban him. No, he doesn't get banned until May. He gets banned for one for one race. But I thought it was until the points Mm-mm. were reset. No, he gets banned for one race, but the points are not reset until May. So if he gets banned oh. now, he's out for one race, then he's back in, but he still has the risk of being out again. It's pointless. I would I would like to see Jack Duhan in the car, like in the Alpine. Yeah, but not be cool. in Pierre's Alpine. Oh, okay, why not? <laughs> Can we see him in Ocon's Alpine? Thank you. <laughs> I would like to see Jack in an Alpine period, no matter which one. I would like to keep Pierre. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think Jag's very talented. If anyone has been like following him in F2, he's been doing quite well. Also, mm-hmm. did you see that Arthur got his first podium? Oh, That's so sweet. Cute. Yeah. That's so I saw sweet. like, like look at the Instagram post. He looks. Yes. And did you see Shaw hugging him? That was so cute. It was adorable. It was very adorable. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, um, we've recap the race that was quite a race wow oh my gosh i'll be processing this for the longest time because what the hell oh my god well you do have time now because we have like a three week break so you can have all the time to process this yeah and then in the back yeah yeah (laughs) that should also be a good one hopefully oh yeah i hope so i'm very (laughs) nervous 
for Baku because I'm like excited but also nervous to see what will happen in the next four weeks. Yeah, Ferrari, both Ferrari and Mercedes will bring big updates to the car after yeah. this four weeks break. So let's see what happens. I mean, I think Ferrari has looks like they're going the right direction, and so does Mercedes. Mercedes looks like they're going in the right direction because, well, I mean, George's car caught fire, but Hamilton wasn't second. (laughs) I mean, okay, so about the Hamilton, I know we've talked about it in the like privately, but do you guys think that he has reached his peak and is he going to get worse from now? (laughs) (laughs) I think. I think he has reached his peak, and that's it. But do you think he's going to get worse? I mean, he's already been getting worse. And I also True. think that main issue with the this situation, I think, in my opinion, George is doing better than Lewis, apart from yeah. today because the car caught fire, because George is used to having a shit car because he that's was at exactly. Williams for so yeah. long. I agree. I not. think. I think it's mainly to do with the yeah. car and the confidence. And I think, obviously, Abu Dhabi 2021 knocked that confidence and that it really knocked something out of him, I think. And then having a shit car last year going into it, mentally, he's just not, he's not got that. He always does say that, yeah, he's really motivated and determined and will push back and will reach you know we'll get back up there but I don't know how much he actually believes it because I think he's internally very skeptical and worried about how good the team can make the car and how they'll perform each week I think he goes into each weekend not with the highest of hopes that he's going to win the race and I think that he had that mentality before and he was winning because of that even if some weekends he was slightly off like he could have had he could be in the same position now as he was in like 2020 in terms of even the car being that good, but because of all of whatever's happened and now that George is performing, at least each result, you know, it, I feel like mentally. Yeah. It's- I think it's more mental than physical. Like we, you know, I think something with old racing race drivers, people talk about the physical side of it, but I think that, for Lewis is more mental and then you have someone who's only four years older than you is like Alonso who's like 41 Mm. and he's spinning out and while he's spinning out he's talking about like what the restart will be like he's spinning out as in on the radio talking about you know they will they need to restart with metered like they can't change it because we haven't done one lap while he's spinning in the gravel like the the men the mentality that Alonso has is not the same that Lewis has, and I think that I don't think that Lewis will regain that unless he gets the like twenty twenty one car again or the twenty twenty the twenty twenty one twenty twenty or twenty twenty one car again. But I don't see that happening anytime soon, and clock is ticking, so yeah. I don't. Yeah, I agree I with. I'm oh, sorry. I think that they need the Red Bull to just not be there for that <laughs> motivation. To listen, listen, every team needs to sacrifice a driver each race and take out Max for the greater no. good. <laughs> no, no. 
No. I'm a Red Bull fan. While I but, do agree that this season is going to be boring if Max keeps winning, I'm also kind of loving it. Da, 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 da. <laughs> We're going to be hearing a lot of the- yeah. I know it by heart. I, I swear, I know the Dash Anthem better than this Italian one. <laughs> to be fair, I'm not... The thing is, the same thing happened with Lewis for multiple years. Because and people thought that the sport was boring because he would win every single weekend. So it's kind of the same thing as that. So we can't really say for Max, like, fair enough, they've got a great car and that's good for Red Bull. Like, they've done the work to develop that. And Max is a good driver and so is Checo, obviously. So, so yeah, but yeah, I think I'm excited. I'm excited to see, or like what not exactly excited. I'm nervous and anxious to see if Luis will keep his seat if he keeps performing the way he did at the end of last season and the last two races. Not today, he was doing good today, but George definitely outperformed him last year and keeps yeah. doing so. I think if it stays the same, I think end of 2024, Luis out. George for first driver Macon. I would I would like to see that though. I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Macon and Mercedes in a real That would be so cool. He looks yeah. so good in black. I know. He's he's having a mental glow up. You can tell that he's being treated so much better. Yeah. And so yeah. does Daniel. Daniel has been taking advantage yeah. of the rebel catering so much. As he should. <laughs> yes. Did you yes. see the interview where um, Christian Horner was, in my opinion, rightfully so, bashing Zach Brown, being like, yeah, he's happy, he's healthy. We're I don't know what him. you did to him. <laughs> yeah. He was like, he was looking a little bit skinny when he came to us. I don't know what you did to him. Like, massive side eye. I was like... Bombastic side eye. <laughs> Literally. But it was like, it was so true. Like, he did not look good at the end of last year, and he's looking so much better now. I saw the thing that they said as well that, apart from, well, before this race, that Daniel had the same number of points as the McLaren <laughs> boy. He's doing amazing. He's doing amazing. I did see that too. I did see that too, We're and I right. chuckled so hard. It was very funny. It was great. It was fantastic. Yeah. But anyways, we need to wrap this up because I don't pay for Zoom Premium. I'm cheap. So oh. <laughs> that's okay. Me too. <laughs> I don't even pay for Spotify. Um we need to <laughs> that's another conversation. <laughs> we need to have this conversation in private because what? Yeah, I know, right? How how is that possible? Do you want to join our family plan and just like send me three bucks a month? There's absolutely no issue with that. We still have three spots open. I might think about that. Please do. Because what? <laughs> okay. And um, on that note, we're going to wrap this up. That was one chaotic, chaotic episode, chaotic race. But I enjoyed it. That was fun. I can't believe I missed that race, but We'll join you again in like four weeks' time, as that's when the next race is. But thank you so much, Chris, for being our very special guest today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh. 
come back anytime honestly we'd love to have you back for more race reviews and probably a proper episode because I feel like this was more of a race review episode than yeah our other ones but yeah I'd love we to can, do like a we controversial can have a little- yes one. <laughs> that one would be so yeah. good I would, love that. let's, I let's would love that let's get that let's get that show on the road absolutely yeah. also Revneet if you're looking for a new podcast yeah tiny yeah. therapy anyone who's listening go tiny listen you yeah. can listen to it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Usually I upload every Tuesday very early in the morning. Not the next few weeks. Like, I will be back after the Baku race. I'm taking a break in April because I have a lot of stuff going on. Like, a lot of voluntary work and I can't really... Like, I want to focus. I want to be able to focus on the episodes when I put them out. But... There is an episode with Christina on it, and it's very funny, so just saying. It's, it's interesting. We talked about fail dates, and it was... We talked about one. men. Yeah. It's oh a good one. I'm it's so tuning into that. Wow. Yes. It's an interesting... I mean, no stories you haven't heard, Ripney. <laughs> because my dating life... My dating life um, entertains all of my friends. It was very entertaining. I mean, the episode is over an hour. We did speak for like two to three hours. It was a pain in my butt to edit it, but it was very funny. It sounds it. Of course, it's got to be. I've got it up now. Yeah. The episode with Christina on is the eighth of this year's season. It's, it's called, called Day. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I'm- you know where that comes from. Does he know? It's a big... The, I gotta say the name was a big cliffhanger because because it did have a tad more listens than my regular episodes, so people were you're welcome. Eating, people were eating that up. I love that. Maybe you're I need welcome. to name my maybe I need to put the word gay in my episode names more because those episodes have the most listens. <laughs> like the one where where I called it "Mom, I'm gay." Also, a lot of listens. Wow. Every every time we put Max in the title, we get a lot of listens. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Our most played episode is the one that's called What Would You Get Max Verstappen for Secret Santa? Really? <laughs> yes. It's a it's a cute episode though. I did enjoy that. I listened to it while I was while I was cooking. Yeah. Oh. It's a cute one. Yeah. Anyways, let's wrap anyway. this up. Thank you for having me before I get kicked out again. You're you're (laughs) not going to get kicked out, but (laughs) thank you for joining. Thank you so much for joining. Yes. Thank you, Ravni, for waking up. Eventually. (laughs) Got her in the end. (laughs) Not for the race, but. Have fun rewatching the race. Yeah. Oh, I will. Like, be prepared. (laughs) I've got the next four weeks set with the Tiny Therapy podcast and the Australian Grand Prix. Yeah. it's gonna okay, take guys. a lot of rewatches before we understand oh, yeah. that race but anyways thank you so much for listening uh to this organized chaos um we love you and we'll talk to you again next week bye bye